Welcome everybody to Recovery Machine. My name's Nathan. Co-host Corey is off this week. He's freediving off the coast of Antarctica, but he will return soon. The following segments are interviews I did with people who are directly involved in the current safe supply model that's active here in Kelowna, BC. We apologize for the lower quality audio. Hopefully it's good enough for you to follow along. Up first is a man whose addiction began following the loss of his daughter to fentanyl. I actually came out here to go to treatment because I started using uh, fentanyl after my daughter died. So I just didn't want her being alone. So I thought since it's killing everybody, it's a good, good way to go to get to her. So your, your daughter died uh, from using cocaine that was cut with, cut fentanyl. with fentanyl. Okay. Uh, and she was a drug counselor for young teens. And oh. This was down in Chilliwack. I decided to uh, try using it because I was kind of, you know, I feel that she's alone up there. When I started using this after she died, it, it started becoming more and more use. Um, it's, it's the mix. It's not really the cocaine itself. It's the mix with the fentanyl that's really doing it. So what's it like staying in a shelter um, when you, where you're around people who are maybe well, actively using? That, that was hard. I was actually up at the base shelter and it's a wet shelter and that was really hard. Um, the, the amount of use there is like far beyond my belief. It was hard. It was, I gotta admit, it was hard, you know, trying to juggle through uh, being a non-user and <laughs> trying it here and there and then worrying about the, the fact that, you know, friends are still ODing over there too, right? Like it, yeah. It's just, it's a nasty, nasty drug as far as the, the prevention of um, safe supplies and stuff. I mean, that's a, it's a good idea. I think in you know, the long run, in a way, it seems like it. I, I'm not sure if it really helps them. Like, do you uh, think that? Uh, do you think people are getting enough? The people are getting access to safe supply. Do you think they're they're getting enough? I think they're getting enough through the safe supplies, but then when they don't have it through, like which um, you know the outreach or whatever helps them get it, they'll they'll turn to whatever street drugs they can get. Right. And and that alone is going to just still away, right? Like a, the the street drugs are out there. That's just I mean every corner, like yeah. every corner. Doesn't matter where you go. Like doesn't matter which town. They're everywhere. It's everywhere. Right. And it's it's really scary, actually. Um, are you are you seeing people who are on a, a decent amount of safe supply, like where you would think that they would be, you know, sustaining? Yeah. Their level. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a possibility, but then there's the, the always the chance that uh, the safe supplies they'll they'll keep a level head about things, but then they'll want to make money, and then they'll start buying more to sell more, and then it changes that whole okay. perspective, right? So like it's it's a money juggling kind of deal for for people that are using because they'll want to buy some so they could use some so they can support their own addiction, right? Okay. So are you seeing people selling some of their safe supply? That's right, yeah. To, to prevent the overdoses, um, that's going to be a hard hard thing to do because it's, it's going to go on for a long time. I mean, I could see it 
surpassing all the money that they put into it and because there's going to always be addicts and it's supply and demand right mm -hmm. so um, with an addict you're going to need the drug and the drug is going to push the more dealers and the dealers are going to push the addicts right mm -hmm. so i mean to get a nip on it i guess you really have to crack down on the 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 drug itself where it's coming from and and like put a, put a grip on that like mm -hmm. cage that um where, is, where do you think uh where do you think this uh, like the bad like where do you think fentanyl most of fentanyl is coming fentanyl and car fentanyl is um geez it's a i don't even know where and how it even you know i grew up smoking weed mm -hmm. and that was my my drug of choice <laughs> which yeah, they do <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to say where it comes from i mean the coca plant and coke that's all a different source like that's a whole different thing that's not what's like that's a that's a mental addiction but this fentanyl it's a true true um, like it's like heroin it's a synthetic heroin mm -hmm. and it's like it's it's deadly because they mean even heroin and there's a certain amount of it you can still OD on it but the carfent and the fentanyl I mean the smallest minute if you use it um, you've never used it before all of a sudden you just feel that that awe that you're comfortable and everything and you just kind of want to just relax well that's where it's drawing you right down into a, a total knockout state and and it you know with the benzo in it and all the other mm -hmm. stuff i mean what do you think the point is of benzo dope and trank dope like are they just the trying trank dope i don't know i haven't come across any of that thank heavens mm -hmm. um, but i heard that it's some it's heavy honestly i think i think that's for on the criminal side of it where they could track somebody out and then farm them, basically, right. like they call it, and, and steal their shit. So, yeah, maybe somebody's got, uh, somebody who's up to some, some, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll give you fentanyl or something that's strong that's going to make them, like, maybe not OD, but make them knock out enough where they can be robbed. That's interesting. And, and I think that's a big part of it, honestly. Huh. Um, How much farming goes on? <laughs> honestly, all the time. I mean, everywhere. All, all I hear through the streets in the last week, that, oh, yeah. I got farmed, I got farmed, I got farmed. Like yeah. everybody, females, males, everybody. Yeah. They're getting clubbed, they're getting farmed, and, yeah. and they're losing all their shit. Just, um, for, uh, just for listeners who don't know, I, ju I just learned this term a little while ago, but being farmed means uh, basically when you're unconscious from drugs, uh, people come up and they just rob you right. from yeah. Yeah, they, they take, take your everything. cell phones, they'll take your tablets, they'll take any jewelry and monies that you have on you, and even your shoes. Right. You know? they will take your shoes <laughs> yeah. sadly enough um, there's been people that have been farmed right down to just what they've got on yeah. and that's it I mean they've lost tents and their whole you know the world there's their belongings everything ID ID yeah right and that again some you farm somebody's ID you could use that against you know and, and in a criminal world you can use that and gain a lot more supplies I mean I've seen it myself where somebody's um, pulling up ID and, and profiling somebody and then they'll stop a train and get some phones off this train clipping the, the thing and then they'll go out and sell these phones or they'll order phones in somebody else's name have somebody pick them up and sign and it's, it's just a vicious circle huh. you could order credit cards that way through somebody else's name right and that could all be from being farmed wow interesting like literally it's very interesting um, there's some talk, uh, our, our Premier David Eby has, has, has talked a little bit about uh, 
he's had thoughts about forcing people to go to treatment. What are your? Uh, I think that's almost. Um, I think that's a key. Yeah. I think that's a key uh, aspect of it. I think it should be put into play. So sure. if somebody's really they're stuck in the attic world, and they know they're hopeless. Like I felt, I, I've been in that spot where I, I'm like your your hopelessness. Like mm. you've lost everything. You feel just shallow of a human yeah and you know going to treatment and getting yourself grounded again it'll you know it's scary it's it's kind of a freaky thing for people but honestly once they get there and get through it and pull themselves out they'll be on top of the world and they could glide through and they could get you know be productive in society right you know things like that i think it's a good idea to be forced into treatment so at, at some point a good grip it would do a good grip on it for sure. It'll it'll pay it out really good. Okay, so if Actually. if somebody's at a certain level, then yeah, I would say so. Yeah, okay. a certain level. Uh, if there's if you can see that they're not gonna make it themselves, if they can't pull themselves out of it, like for me, I I went into a, a nine year crystal meth high, mm-hmm. and I was literally high for nine years, Jesus. just nonstop. Wow, and I just like wow, I just I couldn't believe. It, like my world was falling apart my marriage everything was gone yeah and i just i i turned to the lord actually and i just like look can you help me out yeah and i just i i gave my drug supply to the nearest addict yeah and turned in my my gear and that was it i just walked away cold turkey from that yeah. and yeah i haven't gone back to it huh, at all so, yeah 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 and that was a that was quite quite some time ago but, um, you know, when you have a daughter and then, like, I've got four daughters and honestly, my oldest had just died and I lost the other ones through all this. Um, there's only one that speaks to me. Okay. And, um, you know, that's, that's um, you know, that's uh, abandonment is a tough pill to swallow. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, once you learn that and... You know, I, I, I was kind of dwelling on it so many times and I get depressed and I just, I feel it just take me down. Yes. The whole thought of it. And, uh, yeah, no, I just, I think that's where I put my strength is the other ones that are alive. They might not be talking to me right now, but, um, you know, the more I can gain grips on my realities in my life and become a productive uh, person in society, they'll see that, you know, because I was always there, like always there for them and always did the right things. And I kept all that away. And unfortunately, my oldest, she was even a drug counselor. So I don't know how that even, like she was dead against smoking. Oh, wow. Not loud. Yeah, so I don't know how, I only got kind of parts of the um, story. There's more to it. The ex-wife's not talking to me about yeah. which is fine. Um, but the fact that you've got daughters who are still alive, that gives you some hope and that, it gives yeah, you some motivation. And it gives me, yeah, the motivation for sure. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's getting a grip on it through through like uh, means like that through like if they were forced into it. I think that's a good way. It's a good start. I definitely know it won't do harm. Okay. Um, you know, they might think it it would, but. Man, everybody that's out there that's high on drugs, they most don't want to be. There are some that just, they, that's what they want. They mm-hmm. want to stay high. Yeah. And for what reasons? That's their own, yeah. their own answers. Sure. But, um, 
you know, there's there's some that just they, they got there and they, they feel hopeless in getting back into society. They feel like they can't find that path and it's there. It's just they gotta be shown or forced into it to take those steps and um, until that happens they, they won't they won't even see it. It's like the tundra you just gotta chop through it until, gotcha. until the path is there. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I have hopes for people, but you know, I stopped carrying the Narcans because I, like, I was refusing to. Like, you're, you know, you're continuing to do the drug that kills, but then you want somebody to bring you back, and then you turn around and you use it again, and the same thing happens. So I almost stopped carrying them with me for a while because I was just like, no, man, you're getting more addicted to being Narcan than than you are to the drug itself. Frustrating. So, so, but um, I don't want to see people die so and especially that way i mean we we're here to live and then die of old age mm. in a normal sense yeah. but um yeah dry, dying through drugs is not the way definitely not well that's uh that's awesome stuff was there anything else that you uh, wanted people to know about uh yourself or uh, what, um, uh people who are maybe in a position like you uh, it, well. i just uh, yeah i would say there's there's hope and there's help you just gotta open up and and talk to somebody, the right people, and you know, and there are the right people out there. They they will guide you through. Take a risk in something good, right? You know, like because you you definitely you're worth it. Yeah. Your family's worth it. There's lots worth it. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Great words.